0: Hi, look, you were in uh, Berlin last week, weren't you?
1: Correct. That is absolute facts. Yeah.
0: Where was it? You went? Was it Madame Tussauds?
1: Yes, like, absolutely. Here's what
0: happened. So I wake up in the morning, right, and I'm scrolling through like my Facebook and Instagram or whatever, just the social medias as you do when you wake up, right? And I come across like photos of Luke in Madame Tussauds, like, or some wax work museum, and I'm like, oh, this is class! Like, this is great. And I'm going through, and I'm like, oh, he's taking pictures with everyone, like, just who you would expect. And then I come across one, and it's him next to Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball, and <laughs> it, it looked like he had his pins out. So I just assumed that you'd gotten half naked in the middle of this uh, absolute
1: fool, by the way. <laughs> so so go- basically, Alex, Alex, explain it right. Like, so there's Miley Cyrus, right, and next to Miley Cyrus is like a chain, and it's like a cardboard cutout of the wrecking ball, <laughs> and it's just her legs, you see. So you stand behind it, you hold on to the chain, it looks like you're on the wrecking <laughs> ball. Then Trough then goes to me and says, Can't I believe you are half naked in that? I thought you looked very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you need to stop this. Stop the cultural right now, Jack. I'm coming <laughs> <are> you. <laughs> it was the plastic hey, It was bit. the
0: plastic legs that should have given it away, surely, but like it was it, awesome. it
1: was the non hairy legs and the white pants, which I'm actually shocked that you think I wear white pants
0: <laughs> 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 how was Berlin then is that a good place to go 10 out of 10 would recommend.
1: Oh, it so well class speaking of Adam Tussauds but I was whinging at Kerry constant I was like oh we need to do this we need this all I wanted to do was sit next to Yoda all I wanted to do was sit next to Yoda I'm like oh can we do this can we do this and Kerry's like I've been there it's pish we, no and then she's like if you want to do it we'll do it 25 euro each €50 spanked <laughs> for 10 minutes walking through here, and all I've got to show for it is a couple of pictures and one picture of me. We my favourite okay, one, is... one was with the helmet on,
2: the ABBA. Like, uh... You hold, oh, aye, you hold that a leash in... or something? It looks like you've got a leash. <laughs> <laughs> no, just,
1: the thing is, but there was ABBA there, there was a pure like line to get a picture of the aye. ABBA, and <laughs> when you look at it, I'm like in front of one of the members of ABBA <laughs> for a start. where with well, my yeah, disco helmet But on. there was like... the. <laughs> there was props, so I was like, Oh, there's a helmet. So I put a helmet on, and then I captioned that a helmet wearing uh, a helmet with a cast of mama mia <laughs> Um, and it got great laughs, so it did. Photo. Fantastic, it well, funny. fantastic. I'm glad that man, one, moment two,
0: yeah, time. we're here I too. But, oh, this, uh, this week I'm joined. Obviously, Luke's here, he was in Berlin. Uh, I'm joined by the guy. Hosted great first episode of First Time Thrones this week, Jack. Oh, well, thanks then. very
2: much. It's so, really um, good. So good to test my metal up against the best, you know.
0: Up against the best. <laughs> 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 um, and I'm also joined by two very, very special guests here. Uh, first, she has the best speaking voice since Jackie Bird. It's Grace Mallock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And of course, uh, one of my cast members in uh, the movie we're making, and Andy Mitchell wants to be a wrestler. So, Yeah, that's Grace, very true it's good to have you here thank you for but, having uh, me thank you on a scale of nine to ten how good would you say working with me in set is uh, Ten. Oh fantastic yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, oh, uh, how much joined, are you pay now huh? <laughs> also joined here by the equally as wonderful and brilliant erin michael erin how are you i'm
3: good how are you i'm all right
1: <laughs> i don't think eddie's asked
0: about how he is he's always been this could be a long <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say I'm slightly troubled, um, but <laughs> there's so nothing David? that I can't get through for the next hour and a half. It's oh, terrifying. here we go, by the way, going to go on and on and it on. It started in, uh, when I was five, no, I'm kidding. Right, so today the movie is Get Out, um, released in 2017, it's a horror film written and directed by Jordan Peele. Um, it stars Daniel Kalula as Chris, a young man who's dating Alison Williams-Rose. Uh, both go on to have a relatively normal weekend getaway at her parents' house. Um also stars Alison Williams, Bradley Whitford, Caleb Laundrie-Jones and Lil Red Howery. Um The movie won Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. It was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director and Best Actor. also made tw- $255.5 million on a $4.5 million budget. It so made a lot of money. <laughs> Bang it. Big amounts of money. Um it's got a ninety eight percent rotten tomatoes on our Facebook page. We asked for a thumbs up, thumbs down, ninety five percent gave get out a thumbs up despite Jack sharing the uh, thing to say that he would not be happy if anyone voted it down. So <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack I'll come to you first then. Uh I take it you're big in the movie overall.
2: I was a big fan. Uh was late to the party seeing it and that, so I've only when did I watch it? I think it was early last month. Um so I don't they kind of Seen all the hype for it. I'd heard the spoilers and that, so there was nothing in it that really shocked me in terms of, um, like the story. It wasn't a big surprise to me that he was going to get captured and ta- and you know, taken or used by this family. I suppose the way in which he was captured, captured was uh, the most shocking thing. Like I wasn't expecting it to be a hypnosis or anything like that, or anything that would be as deep rooted as it was. Like I didn't realise it was going to play on his memories or anything like that either. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more. Um, I, I was more just expecting something by force like they had captured them by force so I think that was an interesting concept for me um, watching it and I, I suppose not shocking but it was interesting um, to see how it unfolded for there. But a good movie overall definitely. Um, there's not very much I would criticise it about and I think, well in fact my only criticism really um, and it's based off of just um, the way things have went and the fact that I've seen it late is that It didn't really live up to the hype for me, but only because it had been hyped. Well, it's been two years worth of hype now, so um, Mm -hmm. I think I was just a wee bit let down because I was expecting something a bit, a bit beefier, really, a bit, uh, a bit bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Beefier, aye, something to get teeth stuck in.
0: Um, and look, obviously. Jack's talking about the plot there and his sort of expectations going in. He knew the spoilers sort of behind it, the way that he'd heard it was sort of going, oh, you went into this sort of relatively without that information. How was your first experience watching it from a narrative point of view? <coughs> uh, did it take you, where did you think it was going to go and did you end up going there in the end?
1: Uh, well, I had a pal who kept telling me to watch it watch because it, he he's like obsessed with Childish Gambino and he was like, Redbone's just got this. He's like, oh, we've seen it. Redbone has got so much to do with it. The actual film was got fully eggs and all that, you'd love it. And I'm like, right, okay, whatever. Well, and I've got a pure weird tendency. If somebody tells you to watch something constant, I just end up <laughs> still doing it. I can't. So, like, people keep saying how much I'd love Game of Thrones. Still, oh, you see you it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, when I went in to watch it, I didn't expect any twists. I, I went in blank. The one thing I didn't expect, I did expect some kind of capturing, but see the way it was, like how it's. Turned into this pure supernatural brain swapping, like blacks are superior kind of thing. It went a pure like just took it too far. But I was I was so shocked yeah. by it. To be honest, I remember just like see when the the scene when he's trying to get out of the house, he's like piecing it together, like something's going on here. I am going to get fucking killed. And then he runs in the stairs and he's like his girlfriend. He's still convinced she's on. His side, basically, and she's looking for the keys. And I was at that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, get the keys! <laughs> get the keys!" Like there was not one bit of me that thought she was like on their side. I thought she was she was pure clueless. Even though I seen before that you seen over as a black man, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, she's been brainwashed and all." She was she's so nice. She can't be involved in this. She's all right. And as soon as she went, "Oh, you know, I've got the keys." Honestly, jaw dropped at that point. My <laughs> arse fell out. I was like, whoa man!" <laughs> um, but I think for the first time, film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <goodness>. um, <laughs> Peel's first film is absolutely sensational it was just done so well and I think the main character in that I can't even remember his name, though, Chris. name Chris I just thought he was yeah. sensational that actor I mean, was just so good I and mean, then I think he was underused in Black Panther yeah, but that's, well, we'll get in into that opinion. we'll get
0: into a discussion on uh, Daniel Colwell in a wee second and especially we're going to discuss where we get out ranks among the first the debut films for directors Grace, the way Hello. The way it sort of set this up, like I thought it was gonna be some sort of like slavery angle is what it seemed to play into. Um a sort of set sort set for wife sort of thing, where with you've got the grand, what ends up being the grandparents there, mm-hmm. the two servants they have at the house, and then we see the auction in the back garden and it's Chris's photo, um, on on the stand sort of thing. Was that where your mind went and how do you think um Race sort of plays a part in Jordan, this film from Jordan Peele, and obviously us as well. But do you think, in a way, he's wanting to subvert our expectations on the angle we're taking with race, or the angle he's taking with race in these movies?
4: Well, to be honest, like I did know what happened before I watched the film. Like I love knowing a spoiler, so I did ask people that had seen it <laughs> what happened. um So I think, um, like. Had I not known, perhaps like those bits would have maybe gone unnoticed. Like, I wouldn't have noticed the kind of racial elements till like the plot twist. Mm-hmm. But I think having known the plot twist before, or even just rewatching it, like, yeah, I definitely think what was it if he's subverting, yeah, the
0: it's racial... subverting the racial expectations going on. Because what I thought it was going to be is sort yeah. of a simple slow story where these this white family is sort of enslaving these black yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. So it turns out to be mm-hmm. something sort of di- really different yeah. than that, you know.
1: Well, I mean, it's the same way. saying it is actually what you're saying. But it's just they're just yeah, they're not using way. it
2: to. <laughs> they're not using it to like oppress them. I suppose they like.
4: Well, they want to be black. Yeah, it's almost like the physical advantage. Uh-huh, they're using they like...
2: it to exploit whatever sort of beneficial traits they seem to think they have. Yeah. Um, over <laughs> the weird yeah, thing, yeah, thing what's for me the was deal? Was with... to the the... factory. Sorry.
4: <laughs> oh no, I was just going to say, what's the deal with the grand again? Is he, is it uh, not like he, he... wanted to be the, Jesse uh, owned. beat Jesse owned Yeah, okay, that was just, I couldn't remember what the advantage of him was. So but... that's why he's running
0: for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Erin, there's obviously, there's a final twist in the tale in this movie. At the end, uh, when Chris finally uh, sort of defeats the family and gets away, we see the police car pull up. Uh, now in the end, he <laughs> to be uh, his friend, the TSA agent. Um, mm-hmm. But was there a part of your mind there that was thinking... Something else is going to happen here.
3: Oh God, yeah, because I was wanting more of a uh, conclusion, I suppose, just because of it's like, oh shit, so he's done all this, but he's gonna get arrested anyway. Have you not
4: heard about the original ending? No, I haven't. Because apparently, the original ending was almost like a the police system. They've done it because they're black, yeah. yeah and apparently, apparently, like it tested with audiences, and they were just like, now nah, this is too like negative. Like we want him to get out, and, like yeah, exactly, plan. but. Uh,
3: so, yeah, apparently he, like, changed it. Because when I first saw the police car, I was like, oh, well, it's a black Shit. man over a white woman. Oh, yeah, exactly. So she's going to get arrested. Yeah. Um, but I wanted their, like, I didn't want him to be arrested, but I just felt that it was going to happen. So I was left with this kind of dread, I suppose, that something was going to happen. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm so glad it's him that showed up at the end. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah. I want to like get into the performance here, so I'm going to start with uh, Little Real hurry. Uh, who plays TSA agent uh, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> number one? Uh, wh- someone just take the floor here. Uh, is he one of the funniest characters in horror of all time?
4: Yeah, I think he's needed. Like, to be he's definitely like the comic relief.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely. Like, some of his great lines, he's just pointing out like everything that's like going wrong in the situation. Uh, and Jack, I know you don't like the sort of we we're talking about Deadpool the other day. It's that sort of meta. Uh, commentary in a film from within itself uh, and he seems to fill that role within this movie like I'm curious to see whether you would have liked his role in this no movie. I, d- I did like him like...
2: actually so I think he fills
0: he fills in that gap quite nicely
2: uh, as Grace was saying like, uh, I mean obviously he's meant to be the comic relief but it takes away from what is already a, a really sinister um, a sinister idea mm-hmm. and, he, and he kind of like it's all playful do you know what I mean right at the very start he's already warning Chris like you're a black man. Don't go meet your white girl's parents, like as if like it's and as if it's common that this kind of thing would happen. Obviously, yeah. not realizing that <laughs> it isn't it's obviously not that common. But for <laughs> a start, it's fucking <laughs> well the uh, well left field was, as well. I was just so, the
3: theories about the film, and it was that it was all his like in his head because yeah. at the start when he plans it all out, saying, nah, it's a sex slave." Like this is gonna happen to
2: you. Uh, it's like just uh
3: Yeah, I heard that as
0: so much. Yeah. That's fair it's, enough. Well, I think um,
2: that adds to like, like, uh, I think Rod's character adds a whole different dimension to it because it keeps that sort of playful uh humour between him and Chris, but uh it doesn't distract you too much from what's actually going on and the fact that he kinda turns up towards the end I think gives it a full mm-hmm. like it gives the the plot a full arc, like that if, yeah. he had, if he had been caught by the police, then, as Em said, like it wouldn't have been a real conclusion. It would have been like nothing's really changed. Uh, and I think that's what something he's trying to do, and he's trying to implement into our society, with the idea that you know we don't, we shouldn't judge the situation.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, because if it was another policeman that had turned up, and it wasn't Rod. Then, you know, it, as you said, it, it would have been viewed yeah. as a.
3: To be honest, I thought he might have been
0: shot. Uh, I think he would have been shot. Well, I, I think been he, shot, in yeah. one thing, Jack, he's not. He's not a policeman, he's T.S. Motherfucking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that, the way, anyway. Just because you
0: kept saying to me after we've seen Us, and I'm like, he loves that line, man. <laughs> It's just so good. Uh, Look, we'll let you get into Daniel Kaluuya, obviously. Um, he let me get into him.
1: A- yes.
2: He
0: had a lot of TV appearances and skins. He, he co-wrote a lot of episodes of skins. He starred in Black Mirror. Um, and Kick Ass 2. Kick Ass
2: 2, right? What? Wait, wait, who was, was he in was he?
0: Kick Ass 2? Yeah, who? Black uh, Murder. Or oh, something <laughs> <like> <laughs> <that>? He just <laughs> shouted Black. I was laughing. He just right.
4: can't catch a break with Black, can it? It's black, everything he does. Black so like, Man.
0: <laughs> uh, his name is Black Death, I think. <laughs> black Death, that's it. Uh, totally right. uh, Death. Look, wait, talk about what what. He obviously has to carry this like whole movie in his shoulders. Um, do you think his nomination for best actor was well deserved? I remember at the time there was a bit of controversy around it with people saying he perhaps didn't deserve it. Uh, would you make the case for him?
1: I of course. it like, was, I thought he was excellent. See the just the one scene with him, like when he gets hypnotized, uh, and he's like, he, like the camera just stays in his face, and he starts breaking up, and he's frozen, and he's crying, and he's like trying to talk about how when his mum died. Like, I think that alone, like, deserves yeah. it. Because it was absolutely sensational. Even though the rest of it is kind of, like, cool black guy, keeping it calm, keeping it cool. I think that that one bit, and the set other moments, you just could feel the tension from him. That he's like, oh, something's not right here. And, like, oh. when I said earlier on, when he's running out of the house... Like, the moment he realises his girlfriend's not on his side, is you can feel his heart drop as well as yours. Well, my arse dropped, but that
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> and but, uh, it's also it's his anger in the end scene, isn't it? Like, when he's escaping, like, the ferocity mm. um, of him in there. That, that, that's what impressed me about it, was, like, like, that the survival instincts just totally kicking in. Uh, and it was a complete masterclass from him at that point.
1: Seen it, uh, uh, if you ever get... if Oh, you've seen the alternative ending. Uh, and it's like, have you any, have, have everyone seen it apart from you guys? Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I've seen, it. I've seen
4: it. it, but not in ages. Like I saw it when I first
1: It's like, he's sitting and it's like the glass and it's like a telephone. He's talking to the TS motherfucking a agent. And <laughs> um, and he's like, I'm going to try and get you in. He's like, don't. He said that I stopped him. Like he was just deadpan. He just realizes it's fine. It's done. I'm in jail, but I don't care. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. ain't interesting. Because he was just so deadpan. He's in jail for life now for like yeah. three murders, but he's just so... No, nah, I think I
4: feel I like I was just gonna say if it had the like original ending, I reckon it would have had more of like a kind of social message. Mm. But totally. I think in terms of like the actual, list like for the film, mm-hmm. I definitely think it just needed a bit of like a sort of break at the end. Like you we're just like, oh please, like I need. To... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, look,
0: we were saying that in our. Uh, initial thoughts in Us, where we mm-hmm. were saying that we liked Us, but the difference yeah. from Get Out is, Get Out is a strong story in his own world. Well, yeah, yeah. no, and I agree. because Us sort of overpowers
4: it. I saw Us, and not gonna lie, like, it took me a while to understand the kind of social message, and without that I just had quite a lot of questions about the plot. Mm-hmm. And then as, as soon as you kind of get the sort of social sort of readings, or like class divides, whatever, then I'm like, oh, right, okay, that makes so much more sense. But I think Get Out, like you are saying, can totally stand alone.
0: Yeah, definitely, and it puts the story first before yeah. any sort of thematic things. Erin, uh, we, uh, I mentioned mean, a couple of semesters ago, we watched an episode of Girls yeah. in class. Um, Alison <laughs> Williams comes from that show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: girls, what, girls, what, girls.
0: <laughs> like that's the only thing I'd sort of know her form apart from this what did you think of her performance here and how does it hold up from the anything else you've seen her in it
3: was pretty good uh, I found her extremely irritating girls like I think most of the <laughs> characters um, yeah. so it was quite good see her in something different I think this when she was on the phone to the TSA agent and she's like like her face is deadpan and she's pretending that she's scared I think that's absolutely fantastic yeah um, it was just her voice dude. did you know just hate it at
1: that point oh yeah. i despised them, oh, yeah. man yeah. it's that see when at the end and she's sitting there with her earphones in like scrolling through like black men she can... oh
3: and she's, she's got she got a fucking uh, cereal separate
0: from her milk <laughs> Here, the by TV, yeah. that really irritated me at yeah. the time like i'm not a fan of cereal i've been pretty vocal about this yeah um but if you're
2: going to eat cereal <laughs> on <laughs> the podcast
0: <laughs> i've been pretty vocal about
3: it what? What's happened? But I was supposedly like I was watching Jordan Peele talk about stuff, and he was saying that a lot of people thought that was intentional because you're keeping like the white away from the colored. Oh, that's segregation. But Jordan Peele was like, "Nah, she's just to be a fucking (laughs) weirdo."
4: I remember seeing a Jordan Peele thing as well, where he was saying the reason why he cast her was because he was like, "Oh, she seems like the kind of girl that like every guy would be in love with when they're like a little boy." Like yeah. that totally, like like in the first obviously half, not this sort of second half of the cycle, but like. So yeah, for but the first half, I remember being like the first time I watched it, like oh, she's not really acting much; she's kind of just yeah. the same. And then it was only when she turns into like the baddie, you're like oh shit. That hear, girl next door. Yeah, the
0: yeah, and Jack obviously, I'll come to you. There's a couple of other good performances in the film that was there that stand out uh, from your perspective. I, I
2: didn't actually have time me to look it up. What was the name of the the one that plays like the maid? The house. Oh yeah. Oh, thought yeah. she was re- thought she was really good as yeah, well and really yeah. straight. Like, I honestly, just couldn't get my head around her for so long. I was like, what the fuck is her deal? Like, what is actually
5: yeah. what is wrong with yeah. her? Before
2: obviously there's all these plot twists and there's all this you kind know, of suspicious activity. But she walking about the house and the way she acts around Chris, uh, I thought was brilliant. And then that that particular scene when he obviously sort of confronts her uh, in the room and sh- she can not actually pretend anymore like this hypnosis is actually beginning to wear off because of you know the things that he's saying uh, but I just thought that was brilliantly um, brilliantly acted yeah it's
0: um, the way it's the scene that, it's that he escapes at the party to go and tra- charge his phone
4: uh, yeah. It oh my yeah
0: and mm-hmm. uh, he turns around and she's like sort of it's almost quivering is the way i describe it yeah uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's really you're right it's really bizarre and also the guy who plays the the gardener or mm-hmm. uh, the grandfather
5: <laughs>
1: oh my god
2: uh, man. i
0: wouldn't i wouldn't say he's anyone i wouldn't put him up there as a
2: performer but yeah. i think yeah. uh, in terms of cinematics my one of my favorite scenes is his like charge Run. uh, uh, him, him and <laughs> oh, yeah. running it running Chris that i that's just ter- I, I think there's something so Creepy about that. Like. Here, I'm not Can we t- <laughs> oh, take a moment, right? Look out
1: your window, whatever you are, and imagine a guy just sprinting through <laughs> the house. How frightening like, does that sound? Or oh, staring, right? You. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't get. Like he went running, and he was still like Chris and then he turned around and then when he seen them later on in the film, he was like, "Sorry about that. We should done a little bit of running." I'm
0: like, You got <laughs> full on." <laughs> uh, um, I think her mum and dad are also like really good. I really enjoyed yeah, them. In the uh, uh, Jeff, what's um, the morning again? I
2: reckon, She's just plays maw and everything.
0: She's um, just maw
4: Isn't she in like the four-year-old virgin?
0: And she was gone, yes, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can't remember. Thank you so much. <laughs> <for the video laughs> no worries, no. Nah, you well, know, she was great. But also, the guy I want to bring up is uh, Caleb Landry Jones, uh, the guy who played the brother oh. in this movie.
4: He's so crazy. He's an absolute asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: But he's doing his job, know really. <laughs> Like, that's meant to be his character, isn't
1: uh, it? Like, totally. See, when he's, stuff. like, he's across the dinner table and he's saying, do you like MMA? Is that him, like, trying try to see if he wants Chris's body or is that him wanting a fight? I can't work out him, like, if he knows MMA and he knows how to fight, maybe he'll be like,
2: no, I want him. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was kind of like that. I, I mean, will like well that, I think he's, he's also just trying to kind of undermine him in a way. Like, he's, he knows that Chris will be stronger, but because of the way they view um, black people, they're like, well, he's obviously stronger and bigger and whatever. Because there's a link so think... to that
3: at the end when uh, he stabs his uh, leg, because uh, Chris says that he's like jiu or something like that. jiu yeah. And that's yeah. to do with being three steps ahead. So he does that three times when he stabs him in the leg.
1: Nice. I've never even seen that. Class.
2: <laughs> Easter eggs, man.
3: There you go.
1: Uh, also, have any of you yeah. seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I know this no, it's no off topic. It's related, but any of you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
4: Nope.
1: No, um, Basically, it is like literally a weird family in the middle of nowhere, like hillbillies, and like there's like a mastermind of the family, and it's like the rest of my kind of Mongols. But I kind of got that vibe <laughs> of the brother. Like the brother was like. The run, and the like the face, and the rest of my masterminds, but he Whoa. was just as brute force. Still <laughs> by the sto- Oh, okay. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Sorry about that. <laughs> um, if you could put in a nah. wee bit who scored there, that'd be fantastic, Jack. <laughs> I just
2: say that I Christie. Oh, okay.
1: Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I just think, uh, Peel just went out with like horror references and just been so smart in this first film. I just,
0: yeah, oh, definitely. Like the Stepford Weiss thing is the thing that I picked up on most obviously. Um like, totally, but there's also, there's other things if you look into it, like, there's a very obvious uh, horror homage in Us, which is probably the most obvious one to look out for, Um, but there's other things that are papered in about here. Let's talk about metaphor for a second, really? um, <laughs> and what the fuck does the deer mean? Does anyone know what the deer mean? I think,
2: uh, well, let me, let me, can, I, for, offer, can for I offer an uh, hour just my thinking behind it, because I feel like Grace already knows she seems to love <laughs> she seems to love us all Someone
5: else
2: <laughs> and knows that everything adds up to three and all this. Anyway, but I think there's a deer metaphor not just as plain and simple as the fact that he left his mum, right? It's like this idea that like he oh, could have done fine, he could have yeah. done he could've done something to help because like he could have. But then this deer is well actually I never even thought of Bambi but that's Me a good neither. Way to put it. But nah. the deer the deer itself when they hit on the road is dying and he kind of wants to do something to uh, to save it, but he doesn't, and he can't. So he, he kind of flashes back to the deal because it reminds similar to what he done with his mum when he couldn't.
0: I uh, I think that's a good interpretation yeah. of it. Does anyone else have anything different? Um, or, uh, Grace, what's the right I, answer?
4: No, mine's not the right answer at all. I just remember <laughs> when I first saw it, I was so like annoyed by like not just knowing what the deer meant. So I did Google it. Uh, it's... Not uh, <laughs> and it's like said i totally forgot about this bit but when they first arrive at the house uh the dad like and she tells her dad that they like hit a deer he's like con- oh yeah, i know he, what like, you're gonna congratulates- say oh. yeah. it's annoying isn't it because you don't notice it but like he congratulates oh, her because he's fuck. like oh yeah like oh like well done on hitting that deer like they're always just like getting in the way like sort of ruining the nature like
5: yeah
4: all this stuff so then apparently it's meant to be a symbolism. For black people <laughs> or just like or something no
1: like that. I, well i thought you were going yeah. to go a different way with that but the way i thought of it was when he hit the deer and then he she says to his dad she says to her dad that mm-hmm. they had a deer and then later on he gets killed yeah, by a or, like
5: yeah. like, oh, yeah.
1: like a deer what do you call that like like thing a mantelpiece no uh, like, what <laughs> a mantelpiece i think it was also the bit where talking to the
4: dad it <laughs> was
0: meant to say oh, wait, it had to do, and then the police came in, so it's meant to link in the fact that, here, by the way, a police officer knows uh, that this yeah. guy yeah, was coming.
4: Yeah, because, to... you know, the whole thing is, like, she, again, I heard this from Jordan Peele, so I don't... Yeah, I, that, I like, know what you're talking about, The whole thing is, like, yeah, did you see that interview with him? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and he says, like, oh, the whole reason why she doesn't let like the police officer take his identity is so that there's, like, no trace of where he is, Sorry. as opposed mm-hmm. to, like, yeah. no, no, so you don't right. take his identity.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of picked up on that. Yeah. I thought about that. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't
0: think that would look like stupid, that's
2: fine, no <laughs> I was just like, oh,
1: well, and you defend him,
0: man, you defend him. Erin, I want to get into the, the cinematography of this a wee bit. Like, obviously the most beautiful yeah, uh, hell, and disturbing imagery <laughs> in it is probably the, sun- the Sunken Place. Like, what did you think of The Sunken Place specifically?
3: Well, um, I just, the whole film has, like, sets of three or four in it. I, just, yeah. I picked up on that a lot. Like, what? <laughs> three... you do not making
2: this up <laughs> <laughs> now. I adds up to three. I? There was three fucking stabs. There was three moves
3: Three heads. sets. Aye. But the like, people who stand in a triangle all the fucking time, um, you're either watching people through doorways, and so like, in the second place, you're watching them through four pillars. Like You're always oh. watching through something.
1: Sh- no, no, I'm not having
3: this. <laughs> I'm not my <laughs> <laughs> But like, when you in the sunken place, you're watching through something as well. So there's always like.
2: Then you watch it through the telly and all, do you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I don't know what it means, but I just noticed that, and I noticed a whole lot of bloody red. Like quite a lot of people were wearing red, and then there was just like hints of red everywhere. You should watch us. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yet. Oh, well.
1: This is the most intellectual <laughs> podcast we've uh, had so far, by the way. way. It had
0: to be for a movie like this, though, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this movie is, like, a mind-like. I've been thinking about the viewers for the last, like, year and a half, you know what I mean? I don't oh, fucking good with me that, many. No, uh, But The Sun, the sun Place is beautiful. He said in an interview that it was meant to be, he conceived it as that bit where you catch yourself falling asleep and it feels like you're yeah. falling. Oh. Uh, but what if you never catch yourself and you're just, like, falling forever? That is, you know?
4: That's a good point. That is what, what it what looks like. <laughs>
0: And he says that's what it feels like to be there, and it's once again. He says the sunken place is sort of a metaphor for what happens in the prison system. Because yeah. oh. um,
4: it's used. It's sort of, I, mean, you I know was what? just going to say because it's used in that Childish Gambino video, isn't it? This yeah. is America.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Doesn't yeah.
3: Kanye also
4: yeah. have his own
0: sunken
4: place? Oh really? Yeah. For is, that, like, is that because like one of his rooms in <laughs> his house? His sunken place. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> <Someone laughs> that's the Kanye in a
0: nutshell. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. Like, the, my favourite, probably my favourite uh, scene in the entire film might be the opening scene. Uh, like, yes. I love the way it's just like the one shot of like, where he's dragging the body and the camera turns around and it, like, the car runs and goes away. Run,
1: rapid, run, rapid, Run, rapid. <laughs> really that reminds me, by the way, so you know how I was saying about Childish Gambino my pal was saying about uh-huh. Redbone. So, you know, it's like, um, and if you've not heard Redbone, one of the lyrics is mm-hmm. Stay Woke. And uh, when it's panning around Chris's apartment, and it says stay woke and it goes around to Chris and then <laughs> And he's like that's saying that he should stay woke and realise that he is in trouble
4: no, with the money. We're like, finding right. so much like symbolism in this entire film. Like
0: Yeah. I think that's what makes the film oh. as good as it is, yeah. though it's like not just a one and done horror movie like so things are yeah. Um, like maybe one we'll discuss later on. Like, there's a lot more to it, and it's using it's going back to like the '70s horror when it's representatives of sort of societal problems uh-huh. and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause you know, because like I mean? you were but,
4: saying about sorry, like you were saying about the opening scene, it kind of reminded me of like Halloween, totally. like just the, yeah. like suburban. Yeah. And also and like
3: one shot pan. Yeah,
4: uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And just like not knowing what's following you down the street mm-hmm. and stuff like. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's of beautiful. course, like. I feel like the white car was just so symbolic for the rest of the film. Oh my God, yeah. was that a white car? No, Are you I'm sure it is. Uh, no, yeah, and it's like the Isn't black the... guy's getting in the white yeah. car. So.
3: Well, he does the it at the
4: end. He gets into back.
1: a white car at the end as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. Wow, God, so much. Like, oh my <laughs> God, man, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Why did I never
2: see this?
0: Is I just watched a... to... <laughs> uh... it feel like... a murder board out there yet? So we can sort of piece this all together. Jack, can I go? Yeah, you do not love the music. Aye, i like, love not music. Like, what did you think? Obviously, the soundtrack touched on Red and you were singing Run Run Rabbit there. Great sits in the soundtrack, <laughs> but the score as well. Michael Abel's score is beautiful in this movie. Aye,
2: it's up there. It's definitely up there. I think there's there's only one kind of way you can go with horror, sto- uh, horror scores, though. Like, they're, they're never really that variant, but uh, no, it is a really nice. That's a really nice piece. Um. <laughs> <It's been laughs> I, will. A choice, I
3: thought, because, like, they use a whole lot of strings in it. It's, like, proper old-school horror. And of, like,
4: also... Using that violin for a uh, different type of horror film. I find loads of similarities in terms of the music between Get Out and Us. Because there's that bit, like, almost just after the opening scene in both films, where it's almost, like, African, like, choral music. Mm-hmm. And so, I was
0: like, voices is what it is. Swahili voices, (laughs) uh, it's the Swahili tradition, and Mm. also a blues influence. He says, I can't find the blues influence, but if he said it, I'm
2: going to accept it. Did Michael Abel do um, Uh, us as well? That's uh, the score. um, I
0: can't, I don't have that information for you, Jack, and I'm not going to smash him. He's a useless uh, man. The only
1: other horror film I can think of that's not like. Old school is like the last horror film that made me actually think about the score after I watched it was um, It Follows. And actually, the music itself makes you feel uneasy. Like, same with Us and Get Out, It Follows was just pure, made you tense up and just no feel right when it was playing. And I think that's what it's supposed to do. Like, in any horror
3: film, the music should be like that. The soundtrack was a bit out of place, using strings and stuff. Like, I suppose that is the point of making you feel uneasy. But there was just something a wee bit off
0: about it being so. Stringy. <laughs> stringy. I knew you were gonna say stringy, <laughs> stringy. Mean, like, the one question I had because I looked up like the soundtrack for this. Uh, when was I've had the time of my life playing in this movie? It's. Oh, do you man. know what
4: it's? It's when she's watching. Um, when she's eating the yeah, they're, cereal, they're looking for the black yeah. guys. Oh, mm-hmm. she's yeah. on the right, Tinder. Right, right. I definitely think he played a bit more with the music, and I was. Though, like you can tell, he had more fun because it's a lot more like, actual like hip hop or like.
2: Right, and the score or in the score or in the
0: soundtrack? Uh,
4: soundtrack. In the soundtrack. Right, right. But I did double check and it is the same guy that does the sound, uh, yeah, the yeah. score for both films. Nice. So.
0: That's fair enough, man. He's pretty good. He's pretty talented. <laughs> uh, talented guy, yeah. Yeah, Obviously, I want to put this in context. People are saying Jordan Peele is the. He's a he's he's hot thing in town right now, man. Everything's going right for him. He's had two great movies. He's become like a name brand director mm-hmm. like already. is get out the best directorial debut of all time. Yes or no?
4: Can I, I think th- of other ones? Or? I think yes, purely because he has also managed to follow up with a good one, so you know he's not just like a one hit. Yeah, wonder.
5: Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, there's actually been a few Shyamalan comparisons
2: uh, uh, to Jordan Peele. Okay. Uh, what was Shyamalan? Yeah, I'm Shyamalan a fan of, the of Shyamalan. But, nah, it's not. No one needs is. As good as that, I don't think as a debut. I think get out, get out the, the actual momentum that get out like took um, is unlike anything else I can really think of off the top of my head. First, first start. but
0: could we say Reservoir Dogs by Quentin Tarantino?
5: Uh, <sighs> I it was... that's, a, that's the <laughs> thing. You see,
2: it's, it's difficult to remember people's films. Like, yeah, yeah. see, even my whole lifetime, I can't really think of other films that like I've gotten hype, and it's it's that way that probably because it's more recent than some of the other ones then, like, I, I would maybe just say, yeah, as maybe the most successful debut. Yeah. Or at least purely, the, this sort of era. Yeah. Uh, purely, just off the top of my head. But. See, the way I see it is, like, when us
1: got the trailer and, like, he was, Jordan Peele was bringing out a second film, I, and I don't think he cared about the title mm-hmm. of the film. It was more like, this is Jordan Peele's second film and he's first one of this. It's the same way like, Shyamalan. Like, it was Shyamalan's next film. It was never you go, I'm going to see a film, it's Shyamalan or Peele's next film, same with Quentin Tarantino. Like, uh, his next film's coming out, but all you care about is the fact that he's directing yeah. it, therefore his track record is good. So it's the fact that Jordan Peele's already got that record of
2: or oh, it's next uh, film.
1: I think it just shows that how much... Uh, an the general made.
2: public and people who aren't into movies or into directors or, you know, know these things mm. about casting crew behind the films uh, and, produ- and production and stuff. I think when people catch on to these names, that's when you know you've kind of made it. You've, I suppose yeah. you've hit you've hit the right audience because you can you're literally exploiting not only the movie world but you're exploiting people who are just regular moviegoers because there's not many people who say they won't like movies.
4: And I think the fact he did a lot of comedy beforehand as well, he's kind of already got a sort of quite maybe quite a small fan base. Yeah. But if people like that work then they'll probably go see his work as well anyway. Well,
0: it was yeah. Quiet Place, yeah. not John Krasinski's first as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Was pretty... It wasn't his first one. He'd done another two before. Okay, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But that's the first big one. And it's the same thing with uh, Damien Chazelle, because it was the first thing oh, yeah. people had heard him from was Whiplash. But he actually did another feature film before that uh, um, as well. So that's why you can't have those two on the uh, list. Uh, the only other one that I was maybe... Fi- was Edgar Wright's first film, Shaun of the Dead? Oh, Edgar. Blessed Edgar. Yeah, was it? Edgar. I can't think of any he did before that. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to check. check. Who cares? He made the greatest trilogy ever. The <laughs> yeah. Cornetto trilogy? The Cornetto
3: trilogy? The Cornetto. Yeah.
0: Cornetto trilogy is the best trilogy ever. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've said that and I completely regret because <laughs> I just remember
1: Back to the Future existed, sort of Star Wars. So I'm kind of like, that's fair
0: enough. Nah, Whoa.
4: sorry David, he'd made a film before Shaun of the Dead.
0: See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this. this is what I'm talking Sorry. about. He's done something that's rarely done, and that's coming out. The yeah. first, like, fair enough. Like you say, we had a he had a brand before it, Keen Peele. You yeah. know what I mean? Like with their sketch shows and stuff like that. And I'd like, I'd love to have Nicky on tonight because he really hates their sketch comedy <laughs> uh, because it says he rips off uh, what's his face. Ah, oh, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. So he's not uh, yeah. the two of them. Um but like he had a band behind him but he was known for it was not known for horror or any type of this like stuff before. So to come in and do this in your first film is something we'll never probably see Although, again. To
4: be fair, any Keen Peel sketch I've seen he's referenced like The Shining a
0: lot. Ah so, yeah. so did uh, Get Out by
4: the way. Yeah, that's what I was meaning to so I think like it's quite obvious he's always been like a fan.
0: Yeah, and it's the opening credits you're talking about with Get Out, isn't it?
4: Yeah, with the landscape and stuff, isn't
0: it? Yeah, the, the opening other. credits are very similar to the shining. I oh, thought. Okay. I think that I think there is
2: an actual uh, like dialogue <laughs> reference as well, though. I think, or they say something about being co- uh, What is it? I can't remember. I think this. They, st- they, they say mentioned over something. The
3: tano at the TSA, like flight two one seven. Yeah, and that's yeah.
2: the door number of. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe that's what it is.
0: Erin, see if you've picked up on all this, by the way. Like,
2: no, I I won't she's <laughs> read a fucking, read a big, <laughs> <really> massive <laughs> Easter egg
1: references video that's 15 minutes long, and she's like, I just, go I get just get watched every it every 10 minutes ago, ago, man. To go
3: to go. Actually, I just watched uh, John Peel talk about it after I watched Get Out. So. <laughs> <Really> <laughs>
0: She did her research, guys. The James, <laughs> that's the, the we'll What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I, I try to figure it out, David. Geert, think. <laughs> um, so obviously, his next his next projects are right now. We don't know who he's directing next in terms of films. Um, the Twilight Zone project that he's at the helm of um, is the big thing that everyone's been talking about. Are we excited to see the Twilight Zone being I'm brought back, especially so the Agent <laughs> and <Yeah>. <laughs> really like Twilight
1: Zone is <laughs> class. Uh, but apparently the first two episodes have been released yeah. uh, for the Twilight Zone, well, from like, a, not public viewing, but some sort of, like, like review, yeah. and apparently the first two are absolutely oh. excellent, like, they're not, they're not, people are worried about the new Twilight Zone being very Black mm-hmm. Mirror-y, uh, which is what Black Mirror basically is, but uh, apparently this keeps, keeps it to the original source of, like, the original Twilight Zone and being its own thing, my voice
5: character up <laughs> a little
1: bit <laughs> um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but apparently it's, it's excellent and it keeps to what it was originally was, which is just Twilight Zone, a wheel day ask, and not Black Mirror. Is it just
4: remake, like retellings of the old stories, or is it?
1: I don't right, okay. think so, I think it's more okay. modernized, so it's not going to be like 50s yeah. <laughs>
5: old-fashioned
1: now, but it's going to be like it's going to be like Black Mirror, where it's, something happens and like a 30 minute right. sketch of whatever it may be. And no, fun. I'm yeah.
0: excited. That's fair enough. I want to ask you this uh, now before we finish up part one. Um, I'll just go round. I want you to give your final score for Get Out, all right? Um, oh, this
1: score system, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it
0: doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Look, boil it Look, <laughs> it's all right. Now, I want you to tell me your score for Get Out, and I want you to tell me if his next film should be a horror or if, if he should try his hand at a feature length comedy. So, Jack, I'll come to you.
2: Um, my final score is an 8 um, thoroughly, thoroughly <laughs> eight. enjoyable 8 thoroughly enjoyable. didn't really live up to the, the massive hype but um, a really interesting concept and I like the sort of yeah I like the social imprints in it I think uh if he's for future projects I do like his horrors and I'm, I'm really keen to see us as well and I think that will definitely live up to expectations for me I think if it's more of a twist in it then I'll actually enjoy it more than Get Out Um, I think comedy for me is done I would actually be inter- more interested in seeing him doing a, fe- a feature length of a different genre um, not so much a comedy or yeah, at the very least like oh, I don't even know like a kind of Rom-com or something—I don't even know—something yeah. just a bit a bit different. I'd quite like a, um, even like a sort of fantasy or like a sci-fi kind of thing, which could yeah. could kind of play into the hands of a, a horror or a thriller, but keep it keep it away from like horror, so to speak.
0: That's fair enough. Yeah. Like, look, look, would you agree? Final score and sci-fi and fantasy is pretty interesting to me. Could we see a Jordan Peele P- superhero movie?
1: I'd <laughs> um, get a 9 out of 10 even though ratings mean nothing in this show but 9 out of 10 definitely and I don't think he should skew from any I think horror he's done his comedy he's like exhausted it I don't think he's exhausted it but I think he would, if he'd done comedy it'd be like, it would look like a step back for him because suddenly he's on an absolute roll way. What he's doing at the moment, and as he showed me, as he's not one hit Wanda.
0: Wanda! Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I can't wait. And then me and David discussed on uh, our, our review. I generally think he's building up to some kind of trilogy, and then he might just stop because <laughs> um, uh, because he'll just be known for this Peel trilogy. Uh, just Kevin, live Kevin on. Chelsea
0: Peretti ride off into the sunset <laughs> a nice wee Happy couple. Grace, uh, do you agree with what's been said so far? What's your final score? Yeah. Uh, are we going to get Jordan Peel and Brooklyn Nine Nine?
4: <laughs> well uh, I'm going to score a 9 firstly but also hasn't Chelsea Peretti left anyway
0: well she's left but they could both but come can...
4: back yeah okay I'll accept
0: he'd that get, he'd make a great IT guy for the score
4: <laughs> <coughs> um, yeah I'm going to give it a 9 uh, purely because I like how rewatchable it is like, you can kind of always pick up well clearly Aaron picked up everything in the first watching <laughs> but anyone else <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> so um. But yeah, no, I would quite like. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of horror, but I really like Jordan Peele's horror. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, me and you both
4: I really don't mind if he makes another horror as long as it lives up. I'm quite happy with him making as many horrors as he wants. And that's
0: fair enough. Erin, <laughs> uh, give me your score, and what would the sound of music remake look like under Jordan? Peele's? I'm going
3: to give it a nine, uh, and. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, She's got no notes in this The pennies dropped Seriously <laughs>
4: It was a really clever Suspensational uh, Sound of music Can I just say I think the Nazis Would be more prominent If you oh, did oh, it yeah. uh, Just white yeah. supremacists
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, If it was mine Then there would be A, a psychic horse um, Called uh-huh. Mira
3: on that note. I'm, I'm going to give it a 10. Um, oh.
1: Did they ask you? <laughs> I'm asking me. Hold on, hold on. Five seconds of silence. <laughs> Truff. What would you I
0: give about? it a 10? Um, basically, I always say the rating system is what a film has the capability to do. And how do, much does it lead up, uh, does it live up to that potential? And I think Get Out for being a social commentary horror movie is absolutely perfect. It's spot on. and It's everything you want. It's everything it says in the tin. Um, and I would like him, like you were saying, Luke, I don't think there's much debate. I could see him doing a social drama or something like that. But I do think he needs to go back to this sort of uh, supernatural horror to finish out this trilogy, like you were saying. I think that's the best idea for him, you know? Um, so with that, we'll finish off part one. In part two, we'll be discussing a whole lot. Joker, uh, Avengers, abortion, uh, Dumbo, what's <laughs> uh, going on? All right, so we'll see you in part two. And we're back with part
2: two. Anyway, so my leg just... I
0: hate part two. Get on, what, go I hate coming back from part two, it just sounds really awkward, because then I'm like, I don't know how we lead into this. I suppose we'll just lead into it with uh, the first story. Uh, Today, the first teaser trailer dropped for Joker. Uh, It's actually (laughs) about the Joker. Um, It's not linked into the actual DC canon, the (laughs) one with DC canon. Um, It's his own separate entity uh, that exists outside of the other movies. Um, It's going to be released 3rd of October. It stars Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Robert De Niro is also featured in it. And it was written and directed by Todd Phillips. Now, if you don't know the name, here's what he's most famous for. He's most famous for his work in The Hangover trilogy. Um, He's most famous for Judy. His most recent film that I could find was War Dogs. um, that came out recently with Miles Taylor and uh, Jonah Hill. Um, and he also did some writing work on Borat, for which I believe he <laughs> won or was nominated for the Oscar. He's um, done some... Uh,
2: <laughs> some CV,
0: that. Uh, it's a complete... Jack, you hear those projects? It's a complete tonal shift uh, here.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, fucking Hangover Trilogy and Judy is just like the same movie, isn't it? It yeah.
0: like, genuinely is. Aye. It's just like the
2: sad I don't a fanny. Aye, massive massive change. <laughs> um to be honest. And and actually the Joker movie based on the trailer was completely different to what I was expecting. But I am interested, I'm intrigued by it. Seems like a real sad aye. kind of story, like this this tormented guy. that's clearly a psycho, but like he's clearly got his own problems that he's uh trying to overcome and he obviously kind of. yeah. aye, he obviously clogs a bit. <laughs>
1: See, one of the one of the trailers I watched, the comments below was like, guys, don't get mixed up. Remember the Joker killed, the Rob- well, killed Robin? I'm like "What?" It's as if he's talking about him as if he's an actual murderer. I'm like, guys, Maybe don't he feel sorry
0: you.
5: for him.
1: Don't do it. <laughs> Fuck well, like, off. Well, like,
0: obviously, comic book movies and stuff like that, people, there was a very passionate fan base. And after he fledged a lot of people were saying, who's going to do it next? Who's going to be able to take up that mantle? No one was happy with Jared Leto. Do you think we welcome
4: this new taking the Joker? I think what? it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big superhero fan, uh, like film, not <laughs> whatever.
2: Uh, but oh, it just rolled his eyes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but <laughs> <Maybe not>. but <laughs> I, I mean, I... Was, like I, I... <laughs> to like, us, unless until they said, not have known this was like, and obviously up until the end as well, when it said Joker, I would not have thought this was part of like the DC sort of universe. <laughs> No. Nah. So I would be curious to see
2: it. Yeah, it doesn't seem very superhero. No. Uh, it doesn't have a superhero feel to it at all, really. Or, a, or even a villain, for that matter. Like, it just seems like he's the actual victim in this.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, mm-hmm. Even though you get glimpses in the trailer that he goes a bit insane or something and starts to just act a bit strange. But I think we already know what's going to happen to him. Like, there's obviously going to be some... Uh, shift or some revelation in his character that he becomes mm-hmm. somewhat evil, but it mm-hmm. is an interesting one because you, you see him really vulnerable uh, a lot of the times in the trailer. So uh, look yeah, forward to well,
0: it. Erin, I've I've been very I've said it before, I've said it about Michael Myers and horror <laughs> villains and I've said it about Darth Vader, as well, the more we know about these villainous characters, the less interesting or scary they become. Mm-hmm. Do you think that'll prove true with the Joker in this movie? Obviously, it's somewhat of an origin.
3: I don't know. They've changed it up a bit because I was noticing with the makeup, particularly, that they've completely changed that. They're really not hiding behind scary makeup in order to make him scary. Mm-hmm. So I think they really are playing into it. like just him as a character being quite bloody terrifying um, rather than. Making
0: yeah, look, that. rather than the costume doing the work yeah. for him, like a um. lot has because, especially, like even him looking in the mirror and holding his fingers up to make the smile uh-huh. and going back down, and he's just looking so like depressed and distraught. I love that, and yeah. there was a lot of. There was a lot of comparisons. Me, Todd Phillips said in interviews before that there's a lot of influence from the King of Comedy, the Martin Scorsese movie. And mm. I tweeted today. I said this looks like a, a crossover between the King of Comedy and another Scorsese movie, Taxi Driver. Yeah. it reminds me of both of those a lot. Because um, Robert De Niro's
4: like, in is it, crazy. isn't he as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, Robert De Niro's yeah. in it, so it even makes that comparison a lot clearer. Did he, um, did he make it? You know what I mean? We so had it's a short
3: clip in the trailer, which I find quite interesting.
2: I can't even remember oh, it though. It must Robert have been
3: shot. was only there for like three seconds in the trailer.
0: Yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> uh, look, look, it obviously, yes. um, they've said this doesn't link into mm-hmm. the sort of worlds of DC, the overarching story. If this movie's a success, do you think that'll change?
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> would you
1: you me i of course it will there's a, like so they've mentioned even in a the trailer they've got arkham arkham and you've got gotham mentioned right but it's also set kind of near the past yeah. right so if, if you don't <laughs> know dc is an absolute shambles right now and they've got a new batman it's not ben affleck anymore but they're wanting to go near think hammer they're looking really for too. a younger batman army right? hammer was so along
0: with robert patterson is the last two i've heard okay.
1: <laughs> you know who else is rumoured to Mate, how does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Aye, exactly. So, n- weird. Um, but I think the way it's going to work is this is just going to be a standalone film and there's going to be a hint to Bruce Wayne uh, and or Batman at the end of the film and they're just going to leave it hanging. And if it's successful, which it more than likely will be, they'll then introduce this young Batman and this Joker will then go off against him. Uh, but aye, I kind of see it not tying in because I didn't think they were going to actually yeah. show the DC logo. I thought they were just accredited DC in the credits, but at the end of the trailer, it was the they use for everything, so I was surprised by that, but yeah, Aye, it's definitely going to make money Aye, well, no doubt, the joke it's one of make the things money. that screenwriter no what
0: does. tweeted today, he was one of the writers on Thor and X-Men First Class as well, I'm not sure if he's credited in First Class or not, uh, but he's saying if it takes putting a superhero character uh, into these intense character studies to get people to see it, then so be it um, so I do think it's going to be it's a different superhero movie to what we've seen before uh, but I do think it'll be successful in driving audiences out uh, one thing we know that's going to get audiences out to cinemas is Avengers Endgame and I can vouch for that mm-hmm. the, six, the six hour <laughs> fucking wait time I had yesterday I genuinely thought I was going to have an aneurysm like, <laughs> oh, an ch- absolute nightmare the amount of times the audience site crashed in me and the fucking I felt bad for the obviously the customer service team. One of them tweeted me and I was <laughs> a, a bit salty towards them. Uh but <laughs> um look, I'm gonna come to you first for this. Obviously huge Marvel fan. I'll tell you my mm-hmm. thoughts first. It was a good trailer. I wish I hadn't seen it. Oh <laughs> fucking,
1: <laughs> fucking I was stealing what I was gonna say. <laughs> Uh, but see, thing is, but I can't help myself. I've seen hundreds of people tweet, "I'm not watching it." I've seen enough. I'm just gonna you know, go blind. I can't help myself. <laughs> I get too excited about what people are saying. I'm not like a puppy. I'm just wanting to know. Um, I watched see it but at the same time, this it, man it's so sexy, man. <laughs> I watched it. See. I've watched that trailer like seven times. i watched the original Endgame trailer at least 12 times. <laughs> I analysed it scene by scene in my own head to my own audience. <laughs> um, I'm so excited for this film, man. And exactly at had an absolute meltdown in my work trying to get tickets opening night. I ended up having to pay an extra 4 quid. <laughs> that's right, an uh, extra £4 sterling oh. to go to the stupid Odeon locks to get the recliner seat, because I couldn't get one in Brayhead. But that's, you know what? I said this to I you yesterday, I would have sat Worth the it, like if it me.
0: meant I was going to see it open night, man. Like I was ready to like just sneak in uh, to the Odeon. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm, uh, no, I'm, Grace. No, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. no, I'm not so. a big fan of the Marvel movies <laughs> up until this point. You said you're not a big superhero fan. Is there yeah. any part of you that's excited for Endgame?
4: Not even a little bit, not gonna lie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> 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 the only time I've seen to He
0: does, he does, he does, he
4: does. <laughs> to be fair. Maybe I've just not given it a chance, but it, yeah. I think it's like what well, tri- one of you really
2: mind that mind that show on a really cool strip. I
4: said that, I was like, "Do people think I was on that show?" What's his name, Brendan, the fucking coach? <laughs> <timer>. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, where I was like, <laughs> on that <laughs> show, but um, <laughs> I, um, but yeah, I think it's like what one of you was saying earlier, where like if everyone goes on about it, it puts me off. So yeah. I think I just know some people. And I feel like now I'd be did too late to join the game. Point? Ah, yeah, I said that. I, so will, I will. So no, it's not for me. Sorry. <laughs> there's
1: a, there's some cinemas you actually showing every single Marvel film, and then showing the
5: showing Endgame,
1: and it's a forty eight hour,
5: heavy, sweaty, and just pure
1: bogging.
3: Yeah. 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 So I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. I don't know why, I just haven't wanted to, which is a bit yeah. weird, because I'm normally up for seeing most of them.
0: Just uh, listen to our review on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and all other good podcasts. <laughs> what <laughs> a plug. What a plug. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: yep. But yeah, yeah but... I prefer Marvel ones uh, more than DC ones, I think.
0: That's fair enough. And the ending of Infinity War, obviously, big surprise. Um, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing,
1: nothing. Yummy. <laughs> that, was, that was me tasting the ending of Infinity War um, so Yuppie. how do you think
0: that's going to do you think this movie actually might diminish the stakes of Infinity War a wee bit if it's not done correctly
3: Like, I think it's all a bit weird it's funny because about you've always got like they've bloody filmed the next Spider-Man already have you not so I... of, well of course they're coming back or aren't I don't know but like I think it's going to be difficult to navigate it. I'm, they've thought about this since the first Avengers film, I'm sure. So um, it better body be good. Um,
0: it better. Otherwise someone's going to
3: Yeah. Uh, someone's
0: <laughs> and their their door door be. it better body be
3: smashed out. But I think it could totally mess up, because that was what I finished with that. Uh, but I think it could totally mess up that whole
0: cliffhanger I don't know what
3: I'm saying
2: anymore
0: sorry no it's alright just stomach my nut Jack this movie's going to make a shit ton of money and I know you're the <laughs> biggest fan of these movies Aye. Um, but there's no denying there's a hype train behind it right now
2: Aye, I mean look I can't, I can't say I'm not a fan because there's not enough of them I've seen I have seen the first Avengers uh, I think I've actually seen the second one as well like in parts but it was just never something that like just captivated me really it was just a lot, of, a lot of heroes that I had no interest in as a young guy as a wee guy and <laughs> and, and they've just like grown to be something that I kinda be bored with now like just, as you said like the hype's just too great now and I feel like I've kind of missed the train and you so don't like Captain America? this metaphorical tr- I Captain America <laughs> for me is honestly the worst superhero ever like he represents America which I dislike to, to an extent <laughs> but then he also is just always shit He's got his own movies, and he still gets battered in his own movies. I mean... Uh, it's just wasteful. I mean, the Captain America right, trilogy we, is quite bloody we, good, Jack. I've not a seen a I would uh... like to get on it, but I know for a fact that... Um... It's just, I need to wait till it passes for a bit, and then I'll, and then I'll come back and watch them. Jack, it's because... never going to
0: pass. Like, this is like the biggest kidney
2: stone of all No, but Endgame end, end game doesn't really scream, ah, oh, this is just nah, the beginning, nah, is it? this is it. So no, I'm no, gonna...
0: it's keeping going, that's the problem. No, I think when it ends
2: at Endgame, which I fucking bloody hope it does, and I hope Thanos kills everyone, and <laughs> takes the Infinity Stones, and I don't know.
0: Well... Our next story is Bums, no way in the endgame. The Black Widow solo, solo movie has been announced. Yeah. Um, they've acted up <laughs> to their cast. Fawdance Pew, who played the wrestler Paige in fighting, from, for fighting With My Family recently, has been cast. Emma Watson's been rumoured for a role. I uh, see. They've announced that David Harbour is joining the cast. Uh, Grace, are you a David Harbour fan from Stranger Things?
4: Wait, is he Ho- Ho- Hop- Hopper. Hopper? Yeah. And, uh, uh, Hopper. I mean, that's the only thing I'm known from. I like him in that. So Who's that? Is he the me guy in it? Is he like
2: in no, the police? No, it's not the
4: police. The sheriff,
2: yeah. Sheriff? I don't
4: know. <laughs> Wait, did you think he was Justin? <laughs> the
2: sheriff.
0: The two, two is he the me
4: um, guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all I know, and and I like him in that, so...
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Aye, <laughs> hey, Erin, does a Black Widow movie interest you at all, or is it too late?
3: No, I... It, yeah, I, I'm quite looking forward to it, but uh, is it not going to be released? Is it released... On the new Disney um, platform,
0: the the rumor is right now that if it doesn't get a theatrical release, because they're talking about uh-huh. they've already they've got the Scarlet Witch and Loki shows that are going out on the Disney Plus streaming service, yeah, um, and there is the, there's the rumor going around that they could move Black Widow there as well,
3: which is a bit of a shite,r because like if they <laughs> waited this long to do a like female superhero film,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and then they're going to shove it on a website where half the people aren't going to be able to watch it. Definitely,
0: and it's behind that paywall. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a problem. Um, and look, obviously, you followed the MCU since its initial run. Uh, you pitched uh, this Black Widow. I was going to
2: say, uh, he must be fucking choking to say something about this. Yeah,
0: you've, been one, <laughs> you've been an advocate look, for Black Widow for a long time. Now. Why is this movie uh, the right move for Marvel post Endgame? <laughs>
1: I don't know about post Endgame, but like, see, be honest, I'm not gonna lie. He's I pitched this. Simply, I <laughs> <all> <laughs> no, not like the not I'm not like, don't lie, don't finish for that. Right, I'll Try do this. <laughs> <ass now. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Posters on my wall, I know that. <laughs> but uh, I know, I think it's like they've. I think they've done it too late. To be honest with you, I think they should have done it films back. Uh, they've bo- they mm. wanted a strong female lead for ages, and they had one sitting there waiting. Uh, there's like hints for the whole universe that Scarlet Witch had all these adventures to turn into this amazing Russian spy that she was and she mentions different missions she was on but it's like pure masked and like secrecy but they've just waited this long that I think I just know about I'm n- now like caring about this and like, expanding space universe that they're now building I don't give a fuck about <laughs> her Russian no. adventures when she was 14 I want to know about Cosmic Kings. Nah, like like <laughs> <a wee> <laughs> Look oh, at right, that! <laughs> like you've always been a advocate for a more realistic
0: style of filmmaking. Um, so the space universe, like Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think a Black Widow movie is probably more up your street.
2: Aye, but as a standalone film, I don't. I, one of my problems is with the, the realism, is the crossover. Like, I don't like the idea of even Thor being attached to the same universe, because even though, even though. A, no, but even like <laughs> this is when I get into <laughs> your detail, man, I'm gonna show my two colours as a big fucking gimp. But like <laughs> the whole the whole idea behind like Norse mythology is like in space, <laughs> so it does make sense, right? But it just annoys me that they had created a world and then they've crossed it over as if they all link. Like it annoys me that there's so many different so many different like factions within this world. Without there being a clear explanation of why they're all there and like how they can all exist at the same time, there is That's a clear big.
0: explanation if you watch them all through. There no. is... I'll bite, I'll push back in that. Like,
2: but basically, but basically, kind of what Luke's saying is now, now she looks at a place because <sighs> she's a Russian spy, she's getting the powers, she is a human, like with very little skill in comparison to people like to, well, to creatures or whatever the fuck Thanos is. Um,
1: Aye, like, see, t- truff, see after Winter Soldier, like, to go on uh, between aye. everything else, but, like, Winter Soldier was a very spy-orientated f- film about Captain America. See if they'd done it, like, in that kind of era of the film, like, done Captain America and Winter Soldier, where it was all about espionage and, like, spies, and then, like, well, all no, that'd be fine, but now we're in space, and now it's her shooting or assassinating... Well, I mean, well, nothing considering now Liddell we've got the, the universe to Thanos deal with. The the <laughs>
5: all
0: right. They'll be biting your tongue. Well, the only
2: the only way you can sort of justify it is if like, fucking thought like Thor, I I fucking <laughs> DD <Didi>, man <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> only if DD <Didi> comes out <laughs> and fucking makes an appearances <laughs> all the way. No, I think like the way <laughs> the way that Iron Man obviously has the money to build this equipment and can function, fucking I don't know. I, I suppose across the universe, um, if he can replicate stuff for people like Black Widow and uh, who's the who's the actual, the actual guy game? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Like, Jack, uh, you don't <laughs> worry about
0: Hawkeye. There's no chance he's making out Hawkeye. the next nah, film
2: alive. Nah, fucking no chance. No, no chance.
0: chance, mate. He's dying. He's dead. Definitely dead. Uh, now, I'm glad I'm glad we got to talk about the MCU a wee bit because the next topic is a bit more serious. Um, a movie called Unplanned was um,
5: <laughs>
0: this week um, to... A lot of controversy has got a 50% in Rotten Tomatoes right now. It opened at number four in the US box office, uh, a $6 million opening, which is pretty good for a religious movie like this. Um, there have been petitions um, online to have the movie removed from theatres. There's been a lot of and stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Basically, the problem being is it, it tells the, tr- the story of a woman who was the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. Um, who went on to become an anti-abortion um, fighter, uh, and effectively the movie presents a very one-sided view um, of the issue. Erin, I'll come to you because it's I don't I don't really want to know anyone's political views if the, you just don't want to share them. But what I want to know is, is it right that type of censorship because we don't agree with a certain political message that it should be removed from a film? Um, or do you think it's more than that because of the potentially damaging nature of this movie?
3: Um, I'm not too sure, because I think if it was the opposite side, I'd be all for it. So um, just because I don't like it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be a film. Um, and I suppose presenting the other side is important. But the fact that um, it's so controversial at the moment, especially in America, um, that it can it's going to add to that political... Uh, kind of fire at the moment of like not being able to pay for contraceptives and therefore abortions being completely at a skyrocket kind of number at the moment so yeah i don't like censorship i suppose yeah it needed to be a more balanced um kind of theme going through it uh, I'd like to know the kind of opinions of the director of it um, to see if theirs lines up. I'm sure it does, but it would be interesting to have a look yeah, at Yeah,
0: well, it. It's, it was directed by basically a lot of men and pro-life. funding. <laughs> yeah, behind it. Um, Grace, mm-hmm. Basic, effectively the same question to you. Um, and it is... <laughs> It's hard because we're looking at it. It's not an issue that's in the past. It's very much in the present. Mm-hmm. We yeah. recently had a referendum in Ireland over this to actually legalise abortion. It's a fight that's still going on. Yeah. Uh, so do you think that sort of the presentness of it affects people's perception of the topic?
4: Well, I suppose the fact it's even got like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. kind of shows quite clearly there is a divide in people that are for it and against it. So I find that I'm kind of similar to Erin, where it's like, if it was the other way, I'd probably be more for it. Um, I don't like as soon as you hear about it, I'm like, oh, they shouldn't make a film like that, like blah blah blah. But then it is what you're saying about like you can't really censor, because if 50 percent of people, at least, are shown, sort of favor, like have favorable views towards it, you can't really censor it. So, and That's it like... and it is such a topical thing, so it makes sense to make a film
0: about it is mm-hmm. so. I agree and Jack obviously you've never shied away from talking about politics, <laughs> or about politics about it. Um, but Hollywood let's call a spade a spade is a very left left wing sort of uh, industry mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the stories that come out of Hollywood mm-hmm. are very sort of socialist uh, tendencies, a lot of screenwriters have sort of very sort of left wing yep. tendencies so when we're getting, do you think it's more the shock to the system that a movie like this, that very much represents the sort of Catholic Southern United States uh, persp- perspective, is coming out.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's quite jarring for the uh, for the majority of, I suppose, cinema goers and people surrounded in Hollywood. I think it's just a jarring conservative view. Like it's it's a very staunch view <laughs> uh, <laughs> to use the word. Um, but I think. <laughs> like, Sometimes to get these kind of messages across, even if you don't, if you don't agree with it, like yeah. making a movie is one way that you can get it across, where you're not coming across as um, aggressive, you're not, you're not rioting outside, you're not, you know, you're not putting anyone in danger. Mm-hmm. It might be giving people their own message, and but then what isn't like we need to watch the news and we get the wrong message off of things. So if if a movie like you know if a movie has a view that not all of us agree with. Um, and it might be advocating for that. Just, just don't give the movie a good review. Just give it a fucking thumbs down on. Do and that I mean?
3: that comes down I, to like being confident in an audience to actually. Yeah. To that no,
2: I know. Well. I know. Like, like my my I'm completely impartial to it, and I'm just I'm just saying that. I suppose I'm kind of playing devil's advocate, but I think that, you know, if we're going to make a movie and and you like, they've got to have known that it's going to have
3: yeah
2: some yeah. negative implications to it. I think sometimes that's the only way you get it heard. and you get it. You you take like movies like Spotlight, for example. Mm -hmm. um, It's quite a jarring message, and of course, it's not condoning it, but it's Mm -hmm. something that's. These are the some things. The only way you can get this point across, Um, and I think, as as a generation, as a like globally, um, we're becoming more liberal and we're maybe becoming more left wing. I would like to think personally, but I think we're becoming more liberal. And I think with that shift in ideal and shift in opinion, um, it's just unfortunate now that that view is tainted. Like that view is now seen as quite a nasty conservative view where women doesn't, ha- doesn't have the, the right to abortion. Yeah, um, and, I and even so. though I di- I, even though I would disagree with the fundamentals of the movie, I still mm-hmm. think if that's someone's view and they want to try and preserve that to an extent, then I don't see any harm in it, um, yeah. as long as as long as long people can switch their filter off, like they should be able to do with most things. I reckon um,
4: the majority of people that go to see it will already have their mind made up anyway. Yeah. Like, I'd be quite curious if it actually does change anyone's mind. Like, I, f- yeah. I feel like people are going to either totally agree with it, and that's why they will yeah. see it, because they're finally seeing a film that perhaps shows their views, or yeah. it'll be people who are left-wing that know they're going to go and, and
0: disagree with everything and are just I did, watching I, I do agree with most of what's been said but look, I want to yeah. put this question to you like film it's not like presenting something in news it's a highly mediated form of art so we're going to be we're going to have like these scenes of abortion to like overly dramatic music in the background and it's different from just writing a point of view or presenting a point of view in a normal way it's totally emotionally manipulative do you think that's maybe where the problem lies with this movie, perhaps?
1: I well, I mean, it's trying obviously the film's out to put a message out there for a reason. And it's going to do stuff like that to, like, make people, like, change their mind. That's the whole point. But as said, people who go see it are either going to see it to be angry. I don't think Andy's going to go see this film for, like, to be openly minded. Yeah. I don't see this this film being that film, you know what I mean? And I think the film's there. To I think
0: it, I be think great. you're right. It's there like to most people, totally provocatively yeah. religious audience. And we're seen, like Grace and Erin. You you know better than me. There is a market out there for faith based films in the in the world. You know,
4: yeah.
0: Like there's a big there's a huge market, in, yeah. like especially Catholic movies. Um, and it's no surprise the time of year that this has been brought out around Easter is oh, no coincidence. Believe you me, that. you know what I mean. Like it's the Catholic, the biggest Catholic holiday in the planet, mm-hmm. yeah. the biggest Christian holiday. Sorry, uh, sorry. So, I do think it's the case of we need, if we want to be truly liberal, we need to have the, we need to preserve freedom of speech. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. For the despite how much I disagree with what the films trying to do and how much I disagree with what you were saying Jack, the fundamentals of it, I do think we need to accept that people yeah. have the right to you know make the art that they're going to make exactly I mean, I yeah fr- no, i agree
2: well, the, the way i was just thinking
0: about it before i
2: started speaking was think of all the people who are particularly pro-life and have to you know i don't even know think of movies like fucking greece for example is the only one i can think of that has a clear-cut abortion in it really yeah. um yeah. and how it's pure celebrated <laughs> do you know what i mean uh and, and that's probably a poor example just by, because no, but it was I, I, an older actually, movie, but, I I, I, but like, I just mean movies that are made daily or, or written daily, you know, will probably have either some anti-religious satire or something like that, which will offend people, yes. And I think it would be wrong for us to say, well, because they're advocating pro-life or trying to make abortion look evil or whatever, it may not necessarily be right, but it is it's still their beliefs, and it's something that they're trying to hang on to mm-hmm. and preserve. So I think we so, have to be open-minded to that. That would be my only point. Um, no, I
0: completely agree with you, and I think I think that's the point about this movie overall, because the, the reason I wanted to have this discussion today was because we are living a, in a world, and I'm guilty of it as well, if you've seen my Twitter feed about getting angry about everything all the time. <laughs> like, and we, we do need to try and challenge ourselves to keep a level head about things, and to except sometimes not to get angry about that, but to have a conversation about it. And I think uh, it's the difference between shutting a movie down and not allowing it to, to exist and then have a discourse about the film after it. You know what I mean? Aye, uh, exactly.
2: I there's
0: a difference between that for me. But moving on from a movie that overperformed uh, to a movie that is now being considered somewhat of a flop, and that's Disney Dumbo. Directed by poor Tim Burton, man. That man cannot catch a break <laughs> uh, in the last 10 to 15 years, man. Like, everything just seems to be shit, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, the budget for this movie was $170 million. It's only made oh. $122.4 million. For fuck's
2: sake.
0: It might sound no bad, but and you might be like, oh, if you can make it up in the next few weekends. <laughs> it's Ooh. coming up against Shazam. Captain Marvel's still out. Yeah. Games just around the corner. It's not going to have much chance to make any more money. Basically, with these big productions, they say they need to double your double your budget to make a profit because the budget uh-huh. doesn't include advertising costs and so on and so yeah. forth. Um, it's got a forty-eight percent in rotten tomatoes. Um, I'm going to open this to the floor. Are we over Disney live action remakes? I was over it when
3: it first came out.
0: Yes,
4: um, the bloody awful. And I feel like this is just the start of them. Yeah. It's right. about Lion King, Mulan, well, like I'm not, a couple of them. I'm not Lion over King, them. Lion
0: King, Aladdin, Mulan, Maleficent 2 oh, yeah. and Cruella are the did know
4: I
3: did quite like it Maleficent was pretty good. Mm. Uh, because he made it much darker than yeah. Disney films are. So I quite like that. But that's the only one I've liked so far.
0: Yeah, Jack, you had a lot to say about this. You told me you had something uh, to yeah.
2: talk about. Ugh, no, wasn't it wasn't a lot to say? I just uh, I'm not over the idea of them. I, I still like them. I still like the idea of them. Some of them think some of them don't really need them. Need a remake? I wouldn't say Lion King's one yeah. that needs a remake. I actually rewatched the original Lion King recently, and was kind of just in my head thinking about the characters that have been cast uh, or the the cast mm-hmm. um, for all the characters and stuff. And I thought, do you know what? They could actually make something good of this. So I hope we do it right. Yeah. Um, wasn't a massive fan of, jungle, well, aspects of Jungle Book. I didn't mind, but there was loads that I thought were was a bit strange, a bit far fetched, like making uh, King Louis massive, like we do, I wanna so be fucking fact. stupid. <laughs> um, Aladdin as well. Like I did not see <laughs> Aladdin. <needing laughs> one, like, to be honest, Hunchback in Amsterdam is the one that, uh, one of my most, one of the most underrated Disney films. I think Disney Agreed. classics, anyway. I think, but I think. Yeah. Um, as a live action that suits it perfectly.
4: Is that getting? Um, real?
2: It's not uh, has... been officially
0: announced. but uh, uh, talked yeah, about yeah, yeah no, I agree. That would be interesting.
4: Then John
2: um,
0: Dad has be, actually been announced as a producer on the project, but it's not yeah. been for the release date. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, I think uh, for me, that's one that for some reason has been overlooked and should be should be looked to be picked up. Pocahontas as well, I think, would be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, it seems to be like the ones that they haven't made are the ones that I would quite like to see done. Yeah. And the ones that they are making, I'm not really asked about. So I... Dumbo wasn't a massive fan when I was younger. Aladdin could take it or leave it, um, and Lion King, I just don't think there's like needs one. Like yeah. it just really doesn't need one.
4: I feel like there, like personally, all I can think of is like it being a money making scheme. So I think,
0: oh, you don't see, <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: like, but then it just feels like totally. I don't know like oh it's just forced yeah and it, i just feel like it takes away all the fun for like i don't know i just, I, 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 don't, like I think it, it takes away all the kind of like originality of the of the originals i feel um, like they're just
3: trying to repair like the bad messages or whatever kind of race yeah kind of like washing and like body image wise it feels like this might be like a repairing scheme in order to
0: it's trying to erase this troubles of their past yeah exactly look what do you make of this like in terms of remakes in general hollywood seems to have this obsession with remaking good stuff instead of going back Mm -hmm. and thinking this wasn't so good Mm -hmm. let's do this again you know what i mean
1: hmm well I mean I think <laughs> Disney are just humped you know I mean they've got yeah. like they've got so much money and they're buying everything right but they need to keep obviously their own production going so when you go to Disneyland you're seeing Mickey Goofy and you're seeing all the, Aladdin you're seeing that so obviously they don't they can't rely on the old 90s
5: yeah.
1: <clears throat> films to keep going forever so they need to remake them but the choices are absolutely mental Dumbo I have no idea why because I'm oh. the same with Jack I couldn't give a fuck about The Flying Elephant to be honest with you um but like Aladdin again, take it, leave it. The ones I would pure like to see are the pure <laughs> Partly, ones like Atlantis, Lilo and the Stitch. The Hollywood Reporter. Wait, imagine that live action. Well, just an extension
0: is very much on the table.
4: What are they not remaking though? Like I swear everything's. How uh, classic be? The, problem,
0: the the issue with Stitch is
2: that you might end up with something like Sonic Truffles, and then you'd just start crying. No. Like, I imagine they try <laughs> oh, to make a live, a live action oh stitch and he just like up your. I'm going to stop like, trough right then. I'm going to stop blue. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> oh. Right, I have a lot of. <laughs> no, Jack, stop him, stop him. I'm
0: oh. going to just, I'm uh, going
1: to interject and just, oh, just oh. say I mean, the live-action, have to that's the one I would like to see his story, but. Aye, like, but
0: rocking it, wasn't he, did not he? Aye.
4: Wait, uh, the live action Lion King's still a musical, though, isn't it? Because yes. I know some of, the, some of the live action ones aren't musicals. Mulan, and they're taking Mulan, away the
0: yeah, best part. Yeah, Moo yeah, yeah. and right. yeah, I'll Make a Man You is maybe the best Disney film of all time. Another 100%. Movie.
4: And Mooshu, yeah.
0: Right, and Ooh, th- the debatable. thing is, I've got a lot of this, right? The Disney live action remakes have been hit and miss for me. Yeah. Like, I like I Beauty and the Beast to an extent. Mm. Oh, I've got a of
2: <laughs> and then, and then with there's a that. couple that
0: like, I Disney who didn't like Maleficent that much. I think yeah. she's one of the best villains of all time. And mm-hmm. as we know with the wrestling, like some people are just good at being bad guys and some are not good at being good guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I think that was the case with Maleficent. You've miscast her in a role there. I think she just kept the body. Problem for me is original storytelling. Uh the reason all these movies were a success is because Disney put their head together, thought, what ideas can we adapt from folklore or what yeah. ideas can we adapt origin- originally? Like Pixar has done for years instead of doing sequels uh, or remakes to everything, and I don't think mm-hmm. that they've run out of ideas. You look at the stuff that Disney's actually done originally in the last couple of years. Wreck like, uh, It Ralph, yeah, Frozen, yeah, that's what
4: I was gonna say. Um, but they
0: make even, even as far money. back as two thousand and eight, I think it was with Princess and the Frog, uh, which Tangled I think
2: Tangled in that as well.
0: Aye, Tangled, 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 the... oh, Tangled very, is brilliant. very very mm-hmm. underrated, like actual. Disney Originals, yeah. you know what I mean? I do well, think- and even,
4: yeah. sorry, I was just going to say like Pixar as well. Like, I know they make sequels, but like, I can't imagine them doing live-action remakes anytime yeah. soon. Yeah.
0: Like, That'd be awful. Like, live-action <laughs> Toy Story? No. <laughs> and the the thing, thing I don't think that it would be an issue for Disney to do live-action originals as well. We, yeah. Look at the success of the first, especially the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And I know where this theory has come from for me it goes back to the disaster that was john carter of mars that almost <laughs> shut down an entire branch of disney studios and um, so i know they're afraid of doing original live action stuff and even mm-hmm. you can point to a wrinkle in time and the mm-hmm. failure that mm-hmm. that was is yeah. saying that's not a justification for your argument but there's the oz I, one
4: what was that oh yeah like the mila Kinnis one
0: yeah so i completely understand why they're doing oh. it it's a safe bet financial wise it should yeah. be but that's where the twist in the tale comes. Dumbo is actually now probably mm, going to lose some money. Yeah. So I think they do need to rethink their strategy. For me, the most exciting one coming up is I, w- I don't mind the Cruella movie. I think that's ex- Yeah, to
4: be honest, yeah. I'm curious about that as long as they don't try and do Maleficent where they try and make her, oh, she's actually been good but wrong. Yeah. I hope I, it's just playful. I like yeah. the
0: super version of Cruella. Like, I yeah. like the pure psychotic,
4: yeah, same.
0: sociopathic version of Cruella. and what really- I mean. Emma Stone's hope. been signed on for ages. Yeah.
2: Emma Stone. Oh.
4: I hope it's just fun. I hope it's yeah, not like Emma. Stone. Give her a heart.
2: Well, I'm sick of her man. I want
4: Emma
2: <laughs> I Stone think,
0: in a cocktail bar in a black and white cocktail dress singing like Same. a jazz version of Cruella de DeVille, like her own. song. <laughs> 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 enough your fantasies are right. Um, I'm gonna go around I'm gonna go around the panel and I want you to give me one Disney live action movie that
2: hasn't been remade yet that you would go for. So just okay. one. Okay. Like, can I go first? Because he's already known oh, mine you, and then somebody will see mine. can't so. believe you. So <laughs> <laughs> Hunchback and Orsidam, obviously. With
0: I Charles don't know. What, I yeah.
2: don't, with Charles Dance, obviously, obviously is, what's his name? Lord, uh, Judge Frollo. Frollo. Uh, Judge Frollo. Um, I don't know who would play Quasimodo, but I feel like you'd get somebody who is like, actually no bad looking, but then just put her as a prosthetics on him so that <laughs> So that it would just be like I don't know, he's got he's he's ugly in the inside, you really. know he's ugly in the outside, but he's actually he's handsome <laughs> in the inside. Yeah. Uh, but I think just, <laughs> for me, it's just it's it goes down to like the ugly, remaster the songs and stuff um, from the original, uh, the original Hunchback. Then it would just be fucking unreal because the songs in not a class. Yeah, and and it's just, just like, a different. Cats. It just has a real different feel to it. Like Jungle Book's been done, Aladdin's got that kind of. I don't know. Aladdin, Aladdin, Lion King, and Jungle Book to me all just have the same kind of
4: feel. Like filter. I think when I travel back in
2: Dame and like uh 18th century France, just seems amazing. Like, a... <laughs> um, and think of the, i was going to say—think of the um, the characters you could cast in for like char- characters like um, Clopin, You know the one who basically narrates it at the start. Oh, he's you mean Stanley Tucci? He's the the master. Definitely
0: Stanley Tucci. Who's Stanley Tucci again? I don't know
2: if I've ever seen one. Who's Stanley yeah. Tucci again? <gasps>
0: um, Cesar Flickerman from The Hunger Oh, Game.
2: right. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose he could do that, eh? Huh? Oh, he
0: definitely do it. It's not even a question. If it doesn't happen now, I'll be annoyed. Um, guys, who else has one? you got one
5: Hercules, <laughs>
1: mate. As I said before, Hercules is a winner. You just Looking like big, see, strong you... men. Yeah, as a winner. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're right, like, look at me. <laughs> sorry, I know this is audio, but look at me. Uh, but see, uh, what you call Oh, my God. Aye, Phil. It Phil? What's Phil the, the guy called again?
5: <laughs> Pete? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: fucking Pete. Are you bringing Danny <laughs> DeVito <the real> back
2: <laughs> as Pete, then? Phil, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> you're absolutely no, right I'm,
1: he? I'm, I'm, he fits perfectly in there uh, Hercules I've no idea oh honestly my God, I, no was, I, I was I was going to say
2: John because it's Hercules but oh. no he needs to be blonde uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I well, he's ginger I don't think he's ginger because you know, he's Hercules <laughs> no because he's a wee semi one. Right, is
1: it Ryan Gosling fish, yeah, fish.
2: <laughs> no <laughs> fuck him
0: at all Chris Evans, no man, absolutely not. (laughs) Thought? I don't know who would play Megara. That's the question I'd have. Megara. Oh, Aubrey Plaza.
4: Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. I was about to say Emma
0: Stone there, but she's in my heat show. That literally, Aubrey Plaza. Who's that? A part of Parks and Recreation. Don't
2: know
4: if she can sing, but basically (laughs) just the I,
0: same vibe I, I won't say I'm in love isn't like right. that much of a sing-sing number yeah. nah, it's more of a speak-sing you know great song
2: that's it
1: see the the muses the three girls the muses I'm looking back to Erin, can you refer that as the three of everything I'm in love Threes and, and fours?
3: Framed with threes or fours. <laughs> right, okay? <laughs> see? Watch it again, you'll see.
0: Look, what were you saying about the muses?
4: Uh, well, oh, I am too. Help me out. I don't know how to play them, but Apparently,
2: it's got to be a But uh, I don't know. One
4: of them's got to be with the gold originally, But they couldn't do it.
0: That's uh, yeah, I know.
4: That well, how man. weird would that be though? That'd be so shite. So I've not it? I think the i think so the
0: perfect ask for one of them is Octavia like
4: Spencer for
5: the
0: small one. Oh, yeah, yeah, it should
5: be good. Hi, <laughs> hi, uh, <yeah,
0: yeah, laughs> i The one of them, math, did we want? Math. 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 I was a drunk I didn't hate it I said that one. <laughs> I can't stop saying that. Eric. Grace and Erin, give me your pick.
3: Oh, um, Atlantis. Yeah.
5: Atlantis.
3: Does anyone remember it? That was my favourite. Um
0: would <laughs> for me, I
3: think but That would such a cool sci fi remake.
0: It would be. Who are you casting as Milo? What? Oh,
4: shit. Uh...
0: Away. Oh, Michael What's J. Fox. This? Far too old.
4: Um, a young Michael J. Fox.
0: I'd
1: use got Parkinson's.
0: did you say, Aaron? Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland would be class. Tom yeah. Holland would be absolutely class. We need to stop go
1: cycling
2: Sherman, the same the same people, though? I feel like nah, I see the same people in Disney. the same movies. Fuck them.
0: I, Tom Holland's class, but... Get a, newbie, class,
2: get a nobody in. A nobody.
0: Nah. And what's his... Uh, Aaron, what's the name of his... Um, the Queen of Atlantis in that movie?
3: I have no idea.
0: Who would you cast as her, but?
3: Uh, oh, no.
0: Anya Taylor-Joy, maybe? Taylor Roy, maybe? Oh, Fucking get not. Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Zoe Kravitz? <laughs> yeah. That'd be ah. class as well. Um, can you just cast everything? I mean,
4: I'm open two.
0: to it. <laughs> Disney calls, I'm not <almost> saying no. <laughs> uh, Grace?
4: Right. Oh. I've been trying oh. to think of, like, not Disney films that weren't initially that big. So, like you are saying, there's not, like, much hype or much expectation. But the only film I can think of, which I love, so I don't want to get touched, is *The Emperor's New Groove*, and I do not want that to get touched.
0: Yeah, because
4: it's, it's too good oh, already. So then, that I don't would know. Have been
0: the thing is, uh Irma Kitt is dead, and you can't recast. Oh, oh so I she is? No, that's true. Yeah. That's what
4: I mean. I just can't imagine. Meryl Streep. No. <laughs>
0: Perhaps. Don't just say, why does it when <laughs> recasts come up, we'll just like Meryl Streep? When Shall Carrie Fisher dies, it's like, we'll finally we'll get Meryl Streep to play Princess. No one will
3: make a great easement
0: No one will make a great Ezema apart from Emma Kitten. She is okay. dead. We can't do it against
2: The woman who does the voice for Edna Mode could do Ezra. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not, it's a, like, not a woman who does that happen? It's uh, not the director who no, does, does No, I. Edmund yeah, Boobird. Like, the well, director the,
2: Well, project. the guy who can
0: do it
2: Just as Edna Mode
0: the thing is, Grace, I know
2: Patrick <laughs> Warburton would come back to Clay Krog. 100%. That'd
0: be great. But David Spade looks nothing like Cusco. So yeah. maybe
4: that role. That's, I mean, it's too good a film. But I was like, it
0: uh, have, yeah. The voices make it as well. I yeah,
4: think exactly. the voice acting in
2: that is brilliant. So mm-hmm. you, you would ruin it by yeah. making a live action.
4: And then ah. I was think I, I don't know, I was trying to think of obscure ones. But none, I think, could be made better by a live what? action. What one? Uh, no I couldn't think of any. None? Oh,
0: right. okay. I thought you said the name of the movie there I was like the, <laughs> the nun. The, fuck is that? <laughs> the nun. I'm <laughs> I, like action remakes. I I'm gonna cheat a wee bit like there's some, there's some books really about like, stuff in the magic kingdom or something like that. I would like mm-hmm. like a Oh obviously you, you mentioned like the main Disney characters like Mickey and stuff. Oh, Why yeah. have they not had like a big movie?
2: Because nobody gives a fuck about them.
0: Yeah.
1: How? Why, why had, would they? They kills David. I get a grip. <laughs> Honestly,
2: you're doing you this like, podcast every yeah. week. Just you say people <laughs> that. Look like, I'm people. gonna you say Players? two
0: two words to y'all, Kingdom Hearts. I think we could Kingdom shit out this.
2: I wouldn't mind <laughs> that Kingdom Hearts oh, right, idea, but that wouldn't be you got live me Back, David. I'm
0: here. I'm here. I'm here. I think
2: just an animated version would be better.
0: The way it is. having live action in it. It's happening.
1: Right. Yeah, on a side note, have any of you played Kingdom Hearts? It's the absolute cringiest game yeah. I've ever played in my life and it's all about friendship and being loved and all that. So yeah, see I, if that did get made I, in a film I wouldn't see it. It would ruin it. it. Just be the constant cringe. Cringe.
0: I love to the cringe. I am the cringe. I'm the cringe. <sighs> I love it. <laughs> anyway, has no, been it's been
2: fun. It's been a good time. <laughs> you <know what>? yeah, <laughs> uh, speak for
1: yourself. <laughs> I just want to also st- I just want to also stress that we managed <laughs> yeah. to get this from 20% of my body we'll we'll and now first, we're finishing uh, I'm so happy with myself his, uh,
0: next time when we talk The Matrix, you are looking forward to it? <sighs> no, I've seen it, i seen first
1: oh, two The of Matrix is close on the, on the Come on, uh, yes, here
0: Jack we go Higgins, um, Obviously you'll be back next time for The Matrix uh, Tell people why they should tune into First Time Thrones, first episode now up Oh,
2: because there's just it's just full of absolute nonsense, as you would expect. <laughs> um And there's a, there's a f- I, for us, <laughs> would I, you obviously. would you expect first time films and first time thrones obviously. Oh, and not, like to, mention <laughs> yeah, not so, to mention full time football. Yeah, uh, not to mention full time football. And and, I, and I, I would hate to not mention them. Hi, uh,
0: <laughs> available on Spotify, iTunes. But, aye, and go check <laughs> it out. Go check it out. Um, Grace, it's yeah. been great having you here oh, today. Oh, thank you. An absolute <laughs> um, what have you What's the next film? You're going to see any plans?
4: Oh, uh, no, I don't have any plans. Uh... Nah. I, I
0: was going to say that. Truffle, <laughs> <laughs> you asking her uh, Why are you, you No, know I mean? <laughs> 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 uh, That's fine. Erin, uh, what was the last What? <laughs> <Oops. laughs> was swiftly Erin, what it's was, all was all the last <laughs> I'm roasting. We're not going to sign off. Thank you very much for coming. Oh, you, didn't, you just <laughs> left Erin, that's for sure. <laughs> see you later. Erin, be... <laughs> tell us more about uh, number 3s and number 4s, quickly. I
3: mean, um, so if you just look at Get Out once again,
0: you'll
2: just see... I'm actually, I will actually go back and try and find these so patterns. <laughs> I think it's an interesting thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, on that bombshell...
2: <laughs> right, well,